We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. I'm so grateful you've chosen to listen to this podcast. I know that there are thousands of podcasts out there, so I really appreciate you listening and tuning into this one. And I would love your feedback. I would love your thoughts on all the episodes. And today is going to be a little bit juicy because this morning I had, I just, I'd had enough. (laughs) I have a huge belief around negative marketing and not loving negative marketing. I think that when we can market from a place of this is why we do what we do and this is the service that we provide and this is how we help you solve your problem, I think that is when we as brands elevate ourselves and step into our light as a brand. It's when we create the tone. It's when we set the tone for the competition too, right? Because what's happening at the moment in Australia is political season. (laughs) Yeah, we're going there. I want to highlight for you why negative marketing doesn't work by using politics as an example. So forever and a day, we've seen most politicians use smear campaigns as their main way of getting to the public and saying, we're better than. But the interesting thing about this is they're not saying we're better than because we deliver. They're saying we're better than because they do this shit. And I think the minute that we actually discredit what we bring to market and how we're going to solve the problem and how our product or service is going to really take away those pain points of the people that we need to meet and be in front of, we're just discrediting our value because we're sinking to this level of our competition sucks. And we see it in Australian politics. We see it in politics around the world. They use fear and they use negativity to really promote why we shouldn't vote for the opposition. Instead of actually saying and flipping it and saying, this is why we're great. We're not even going to talk about the opposition because, yeah, we know they're over there. They're doing their thing. But what they're doing is not relevant. It's irrelevant to us and how we stand and who we are as a party. And this is why we can deliver and delivering on the positives. Now, we see it often in other marketing as well. And one of the key things I decided as a marketer very early on in my career was that I didn't stand for negativity and I didn't stand for bringing down the competition. For me, it's an ugly way to market and it discredits, as I said, your brand. Now, this is my personal opinion. You can be listening to this going, Beck, whatever. I hate my competition and I need every single potential client out there to see why the competition sucks. And for you, I say, that's great. But unless your comp- your competition may not be smearing you back, and let me tell you, if I'm a customer, I'm going to go to the people that are busy focused on how they're going to solve my problem rather than busy telling me how my competition isn't and how they suck because I still don't know what you stand for. Do you see the difference? And we see it in toothpaste ads, okay? I'm thinking toothpaste ads because that was the first thing that came to my mind. And instead of labeling the competition, because we actually can't do that in a lot of advertising because you can get done, you know, legally. (laughs) So don't smear your competition. But we see it in toothpaste ads where they say, you know, and they have the disclaimer. It's like 90% chance of whiter tooth than every other brand on the market. And it's like, cool. You've done the stats, you've done the, and I get you're trying to deliver statistics to me. You're trying to sell me on data. A fair call, but tell me how what you do is better. What's in your toothpaste that is going to make my teeth whiter in five days, guaranteed? Not just the fact that, you know, you've done these interesting laboratory scientific tests that, you know, are they real? (laughs) 
But the other thing is we don't we don't know how they were performed, right? So if you listen to that solely, you're kind of like you've got to ask questions. And I think the political landscape has really highlighted it for me because, you know, watching TV constantly in the last few few weeks, we have just been hounded with ads that are, can you afford ScoMo or, you know, like all of the stuff that's coming out. And it's really, it is just really hate filled. And I always, as I said, I went into marketing and I decided that I did not ever want to come from a place of negativity because I do think that that's not the way to elevate your brand and it's not the way to make customers fall in love with what you've got to offer. And when we see good politicians around the world or what what I consider good political campaigns, it's when they, they talk policy only. They talk, this is how I'm going to help you. This is the issues that I see. And they talk from a place of heart, right? They're saying, this is exactly what I see happening and this is how I want to solve it. You don't have to agree with me, but this is the policies that I am going to stand for. And I think it becomes a a lesser argument of that person's character because they're not ripping someone else apart. And I think as a brand, we we create a character. And the minute that we become the character that's ripping our competition apart, we lose the respect of our audience. So I always say this, it's very important that we look at our competition and we we understand what they're doing in the marketplace, what they're standing for, how much of the market that they have and who's out there and what noise is out there. But it's not because we are doing it from a place of we want to be you know, we want to tear them to shreds about their arguments of what they deliver or their, you know, their advertising. It's because we need to have a look at what they're doing and understand our point of difference because we don't want to copycat, but that's as far as it goes. Because at the end of the day, if someone's going to want to work with you, they're going to want to work with you because of the brand that you have built and the reputation behind that brand. And we create that through consistent marketing that talks to this and talks to why we belong in the market, talks to what we offer, talks to why we're different. It doesn't speak to the competition shit please buy from us. And for me, the negativity of those marketing campaigns it smells like desperation. It doesn't smell like, you know, a a brand that knows themselves so well that they've created almost a cult following because they have managed to understand their marketplace and really sell to that. So today's message wasn't about like politics. Well, it was, but it was about why political smear campaigns don't work in my mind. I mean, they do. And historically they have, you know, you can swing a campaign if you can create the most amount of fear. But I think for the new generation coming through, and I think we have a lot of emotional intelligence is something that people are really building. We understand these fear campaigns because we've seen Cambridge Analytica, right? (laughs) We've all seen the documentaries around how fear campaigns drive results and how as humans, we're naturally fearful when we're told to be. But I think we're also naturally hopeful when we're told to be. And I think if we can drive into that hope and we can market from a place of this is how we're going to create a better life for you because of our product and our service, that's when we create these brands that become truly, truly at the peak of their game. You know, like Apple didn't sell based on fear. They didn't build their brand based on fear. And I think when we look at when we look at all of the great brands around the world, they didn't build those brands based on fear and tearing down their competition. And the ones that did, maybe we've all got a small, slight, you know, bit of like bitter taste in our mouth because of the way that they went around building their brand. So my message to you today is always market from a place of 
this is why I belong in the market. This is why my product is important. And this is going how it's going to be in service of you, my customer. And the minute that you find yourself stressing about the competition and really wanting to bring them down because, you know, they're the competition, I think that's when we check in with ourselves and we say, we're not our competition. We don't need to be. We actually need competition to help, you know, the marketplace grow. Because the more people in a marketplace, the more people understand that they need that product or service, right? And it's just about if you have such a belief in your product and your service, your competition shouldn't matter. So ask yourself, if you're truly worried about your competitors, what is it about your product and service that you don't believe in? And that's where I'm going to leave you. So I hope that's been a little bit of a thought provoking one this week. Maybe it's made you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but that's kind of why I'm here to challenge how you're doing things, what you're thinking about things and really say to you, market in a way that's great for your brand and will help elevate and continue to grow it in a brilliant light for the reasons that you went into business. 